Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sue Freeze Show, E. coli termite pest management services, and Sue Freeze. Really appreciate you being on the show today. So thank you, San Diegans. Thank you, Venturians. Thank you all up and down the coast and with the Internet all over the world for joining in on the show today. I was talking on Facebook Live and not realizing I was on the air yet, and so I have to backtrack a little bit and just tell you that today's uh, topic is being happy, you know, having the joy of the Lord, being happy. But sometimes it's not easy to feel victorious when you feel there's so much coming at you and i'm realizing it's halloween i'm realizing that you know this is kind of the 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 devil's area it's kind of his devil's time but we're not going to allow him to have any mileage at all are we we're going to stand firm and we're going to realize that the battle's been won and that we are victorious in jesus name when i was researching for today's show and i was thinking about the happy happy joyous which they're not the same and I was thinking about pruning there was a song that came on the radio and I want to share with you some of the words of this song because it's kind of my theme song right now and maybe it'll be your theme song too it's by Zach Williams old church choir There's a revival and it's spreading like a wildfire in my heart. A Sunday morning hallelujah and it's lasting all week long. Can you hear it? Can you feel it? It's the rhythm of a gospel song. Oh, once you choose it, you can't lose it. There ain't nothing, there ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. I've got an old church choir singing in my soul. I've got a sweet salvation and it's beautiful. I've got a heart overflowing because I've been restored. There ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. No, there ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. When the valleys that I wander turn to mountains that I can't climb. Oh, you are with me, never leave me. Oh, cause there ain't nothing, there ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. I've got an old church choir singing in my soul. I've got a sweet salvation and it's beautiful. I got a heart overflowing cause I've been restored. There ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. There ain't nothing gonna steal your joy. Clap your hands and stomp your feet till you find that gospel beat. Because he's all you'll ever need. All you'll ever need. Clap your hands and stomp your feet. And again it says, I've got an old church choir singing in my soul. I've got a sweet salvation and it's beautiful. So are you going to let anything or something steal your joy? We have a choice in that, don't we? We have a choice on whether we're going to be defeated Or we're going to be victorious. And it's all in our belief system. It's all in how we look at things. 
So I'm going through a lot of things personally in business. All around me, there's things that are happy and there's things that are just coming at me that I'm, okay, Lord, you've got this one because I have no idea what the outcome is. I have no idea how this is going to pan out. But I am praying for my business. I'm praying for you to prune my business, that the people that need to be there, the people that are supposed to be there, that they stay there. And the people that are supposed to leave, leave. Now, that sounds odd, doesn't it? In this day and time, I hear companies all the time and they're saying that they're in need of employees. And I've been on a hiring frenzy for two years trying to get people to do the services. And the people that we have, I want them to do the best service they can possibly do. I want them to treat every single customer like it's their mother and hopefully they love their mother. Sometimes in desperate times, people will bring people into their lives just because they have something that has to get done right here, right now. But in the long run, what I've discovered is that I have more work to do and the cost is more because I didn't hold off and have due diligence and make sure that the fit is the right fit. Now, what's the lesson in that? Just think about the words that I just spoke. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. What is the lesson? Is that we can be impatient. We can be Uh, in need of something and we're going to fill that void even though it might not be the right person the right position it just might not be so what do we do with that we have to ask the lord to guide our thoughts to give us discernment and wisdom in our decision making every minute of every day to help us not let anything steal our joy So adversity, which I'm having a lot of it, it's okay. We're going to get through this. And people that are really supposed to be there are going to pull together. And we're going to work this out together because it's not a one-man show, right? The Lord wants us to have relationships. He wants us to be in community. He wants us to be together and work towards the common goal. So what do we have to do? So many times on my show over the nine years, I talk about goal setting. I talk about identifying the problem, coming up with multitude of solutions. And basically that's what's happening now. But we have to get deeper into the situation and look at the character of people and what kind of character do we have and what kind of character are we attracting? Ask yourself that. If something's not going the way you want to, start with the person in the mirror. Start with the person in the mirror. And maybe the Lord has chosen to prune. And pruning doesn't feel very good, does it? It just doesn't feel very good. You know, I'm really uh, feeling and sensing and uh, hearing from God that Sue Freeze is supposed to be on stage, that I'm supposed to be speaking to large audiences on things that I've learned. Now, I know that I'm speaking to you right now on the radio. But there's an element missing for me that I'm really, really wanting. And the element is the connection part. So what I want to ask you is if you would be so kind as to connect with me by going to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I really, really, really would love for you to go on there. And I know it takes time to do it and you're not writing it down right now. Can you remember French fries? My maiden name, this is funny, but my maiden name was Schellenberger. It's German. And so people that knew me then, when, when they're saying, gosh, I, I, I just can't seem to remember your, your name now. And I'll say, I went from burger to fries. 
Remember, I went from burger to fries. So is that humor? And is humor a good thing? I would say yes, it is. So today we are having a special guest and he's still driving. He's on the road and we're going to pray for a safe passage and then he's going to get here on time. And so he can join us. And I have heard him. I have sat with him. uh, I don't know how many times. I can't even count. But he's been on my show before, too. And the thing about comedian Nazareth, and you probably know who he is, but if you don't, I'm loving the opportunity to be able to introduce him to you. He is so funny and he's clean. He's clean. You know, I don't like when I go to places and see and hear comedian acts and I am subjected to vulgar language and things that just aren't appropriate. They're not appropriate. And I get annoyed and I get upset. And sometimes I get up and just say, you know what? I don't need this because I am a firm believer that we are what we see. We are what we hear. We are what we read, what we eat. This, this is how, what makes us who we are. So in the Bible, it talks about guarding our hearts, our minds. Guard what we let in because our body, our ears, our eyes, it's our temple. And we have to make sure that we are protecting our temple and not letting this come in. I want you to go back and watch Lassie. Go back and watch one of these shows from way back and look at the preciousness of, how do I want to say this, the purity in the show You don't find even husband and wife sleeping in the same bed. You don't find any bad language. You find value. You find character. You find substance in relationships that are healthy. Is it a little bit too much TV show? Maybe. But, you know, maybe we've just got really numbed. We've got numbed in this society now. Uh, I have people in my life right now that are coming and they're going just as fast as they're coming and I'm okay with it. Because they just have an entitlement. They just feel like the world is all about them. And it's very difficult for me to be around people like that. Because we're called to serve one another. Not how much more can you do for me today. And there's so much of this now. I was at my dry cleaners today. And uh, he's saying, how's it going, Sue? And I'm saying, you know, I'm just really having a, a tough time. I'm having a tough time because of the caliber of people that are coming through my door that say they want a job. And when I ask them, why should I hire you? They say, because I need a job. (laughs) And I'm like, that's very good for you. But what about me? You know, and so there should be a uh, servant's heart, I believe that we we have to work together, right? So we have to look for the need to make it a win-win. And I'm all about a win-win. It's not all about me always winning or you always winning. It's about us winning by being together and creating something special. So is it important to laugh? Yes, even in adversity. Just like that song saying, I'm not going to let anything or anybody steal my joy. And boy, is there a lot of things coming at me right now that could definitely steal my joy and make me feel like not getting up in the morning. Just why? And I know maybe some of you are feeling that way too right now. And I want to encourage you and inspire you that maybe you're getting pruned. Pay attention. Ask the Lord to reveal to you what it is he wants you to learn. Pay attention to what's happening. And ask yourself, what part are you playing? Is it part you? Is there something you can do different that would be better to be more Christ-like? Is there something that you are doing that's causing 
not the purity that that is needing to be there? What is it that's causing there to be a separation? And if you're not feeling protected, what is it that's causing that? And if there is something you can do different, then I suggest you do it. And sooner is better than later. It just depends on how much you want to feel this unprotected state. I've realized lately that I was watching another video on marriage, and uh, it was this unfolding of the, this couple that had been married for a long time. And I was watching them and seeing how it unfolded that the woman was more interested in certainty than she was love and affection. And when she came to the realization that if she could switch the thought process and have uh, love and affection first and certainty second, that it can change the whole dynamics of their marriage. And they both loved each other. You could tell they loved each other, but they couldn't stand each other. How many can relate to that? It's a sad state. And I'm going to tell you something right now that will not go away on its own. You can try, but (laughs) I'm telling you firsthand that if there is a problem in your marriage, it is worth the pain. It is worth the energy. It is worth whatever it takes to get Christian counsel to get the help you need. Maybe it's a weekend away. Whatever you need to do, spend the money. It's money well spent. You're going to spend a whole lot more if it doesn't work out. That is for sure. And not even just money. It's going to cost a lot more in a lot of other arenas too. If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say this is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, oneword.com. And I really, 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 really am going to ask again to please connect with me. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me if you need prayer. And listen, I brought up last week that there was somebody that suggested that I should have a slumber party. I've had two people respond. Why is it only two? I don't know. I have a lot more listeners than that, and I know that for a fact. I want to know if anybody is interested on a pajama party, and then we will figure out the location because we have to figure out who's interested to figure out where we're going to do this to where it's not too much of an inconvenience for anyone. So you're probably wondering, what's going to happen in the slumber party? Well, since it's the first one, we can design it any way we like. But I just think about getting pajamas on and just being silly like little girls, and I'm thinking how wonderful that would be. And we can be just real, not put them, you know, take the makeup off and, and just be real. And I can't, I, I just sounds like so much fun to me. And when I, I hear slumber party, I remember my, my daughter having slumber parties every birthday and getting up making pancakes and, uh, you know, just going around the circle and, and asking questions about how this person affects that person. And it, it's just such a special time. And to be able to get deeper and more intimate in relationship and discussion. Instead of just being surfaced, like, how are you? How are you? How's the weather? You know, did you hear about the Dodgers and whatever? Uh, It's a great thing. So some of the scriptures that were brought up for today, because the comedian Nazareth is going to come into the studio really soon, and I'm very excited about it. So I had Lydia look up some scriptures, like I said, and I'm going to read those to you right now because I always like to have scriptures. I think scriptures are great. And I have uh, index cards that are connected together in a ring, on a ring. And anytime I have a scripture that I want to memorize, I write it down and put it in this index card ring so that I can just refer to those when I'm sitting waiting for a dentist appointment or just, you know, anytime I'm just sitting idle, I don't want to not do something. So I make use of my time and I'm intentional and you should be too. Ecclesiastes 3, 4, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn 
and a time to dance. Look at that, a time to dance. Yoo-hoo! Job 8.21, he will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Psalm 126.2, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Proverbs 15.13, a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. If you're in a room full of people and you just do a scan of the people's faces, just that scan alone is going to tell you a little bit about where that person is. It's very hard to smile when you don't feel like smiling. It's really hard to put on that show face. So, you know, you could take that as an invitation to say, hey, how's it going? Is there anything I can do? I'm just here for you if you need it. Do you know what that means to someone? I've had people do that to me. And here I'm thinking I'm putting on my my happy face and they could see right through me. I'm not real good at that. I'm pretty. (laughs) What you see is what you get. But when somebody takes the time to scan a room or look over and see somebody in the corner or just sitting in a chair and you can just sense their spirit, you can sense that they are in need. To take that time, is it uncomfortable? Can be, but it also can be so rewarding to serve and to be there for another person. Think back on your life. Has there ever been anybody that has searched you out and came over and said, how are you doing? Do you need a hug? Man, it's just so wonderful to be able to do that. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Do an assessment of yourself. Do you have those? Do you? And if not, is the Lord pruning you to where you can get there? Nehemiah 8.10, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And one of my favorite, Philippians 4, 4, 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I absolutely love it. So if you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you for doing so. This is the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there. Check it out. There is so many things you can learn, so many things that you can, uh, you know, uh, download the I Ams, which uh, you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind by reading what God says about you. So I was going to get into this, do not be afraid of God's pruning in your life, but uh, I'm getting down to where there's five minutes. So I'm going to do an overview of this because it's so important that I want to uh, have time to really share this. But just think about this. Do not be afraid of God's pruning in your life. That's John fifteen two. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it will be even more fruitful. Every branch that bears fruit must be pruned to bear much more fruit. We must allow God 
to prune the wilted friends, habits, thoughts, and possessions out of our lives. By allowing this to happen, we will grow stronger and bear more fruit for the kingdom of God. We will not only add to the kingdom in quantity, but also in quality. The fruit we bear will be much more pleasing to God. Like David did, ask God to search your heart of any offense, David wrote. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me in my anxious thoughts and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's so interesting because um, right now I'm going through this pruning stage. I'm wondering what's happening. And in my business, we're going through a pruning stage. Personally, I'm going through a pruning stage. And here is the Bible verse. That is my circled Bible verse that I once said at my funeral, Psalm 139. Search me and know me, O God. Know if there's, you know, let me know if there's any evil way in me. And if there is, pluck it out. So, see, for me, God's speaking to me right now through his word, which is what what he says he will do. Is he speaking to me right now saying, you are exactly where I want you, my daughter. And maybe he's, you're exactly where he wants you, whether you're a, a man, a woman, a brother, a sister, a daughter, a son. You are right where God wants you, and he's doing a new work. And he's pruning you because he has something more for you. And it doesn't mean, see, subtraction has to happen. And I was at this uh, seminar, and he was talking about this, my golden nugget, and I said this a couple weeks ago. And my golden nugget, my takeaway was, because of what I'm going through right now, is you know, God takes away, he subtracts from us, which is pruning. And then it doesn't mean that he's just going to add to us, but he can multiply. And that's what this is saying right now is that, you know, he adds to the kingdom in quantity, but also in quality. So in your business, if you have a person leave and they are a three, but you bring somebody on and they're a seven, yeah, it's hard to, to not have that three there anymore. But how wonderful to have a seven come in to replace the three. Now, business owners, you know what I'm talking about. You you just know what I'm talking about. In our personal lives, if we have to shed the people that are pulling us down and we get a quality friend, is that addition or multiplication? I would say that would be multiplication too. So I'm not going to go any further with this because I'm going to tell you that... uh, the guest that's coming on right now, I just, I feel like, you know, laughter is, you know, medicine for the soul. And that sometimes I have a hard time laughing and the things that I'm going through aren't really funny. But we have to laugh. We have to laugh at our circumstances sometimes. So give yourself the freedom to just laugh. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Bugs have one instinct, survival, and the coolness of your home draws them in, unless E. coli guard your home. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady, owner of E. coli termite and pest control services. And yes, this is her son, Tyson. This hot weather is driving bugs and perhaps rodents yuck, into your home, but we can drive them back out. Our family-friendly pest control method eliminate insects and rodents without causing harm to your family and pets. And right now, we're offering a free pestament to keep the bugs where they belong, outside and far away from your home. Just call us 
at 877-332-BUGS. We know how to find pests and end their survival. Call us today for a free pestimate. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Bugs hate that we make our service so effective. Call 877-332-BUGS. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control, as, as gentle, gentle as, as a, a butterfly. butterfly. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home, but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services? They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control. Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Okay, so this is take two. I mean, this is the second section of the show today. And, you know, it's funny because uh, normally I don't half the show, but we had to today because we have a special guest. And this isn't your first time on the show, but I have comedian Nazareth with me. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a while since we've it been has. on the show before. It has been a while, and I've seen you in different places and different venues, and there he is up there on stage, and, uh, you know, you're not going to know I'm in the audience, but um, I'm always applauding you, and I always laugh. And it was talking about how your clean jokes are so refreshing, and it's so wonderful, because I kind of avoid com- comedy completely, because I know, usually that I'm not going to get a clean laugh. Yes, and you know what? <laughs> I even can't go to clubs anymore. I used, I started in clubs and stuff, but, uh, you know, I hear some of the comedian. I go, why do you even, why do people even laugh at this? Right. It's, you feel dirty afterwards. Exactly. It's like movies. Sometimes I'll watch the greatest movie and there's one scene, and whoever I'm with is saying, did they really need that scene? Did mm. they need that scene? Did they need to use that word? Could they have just avoided that and still had box office hit? I think so. But then the rating, they need certain ratings to get. It's sad. It's sad. We can, we can. I, I'm so glad the Christian industri- film industry is getting better and better now. It is so, so is, it. isn't it? The quality of the movies and everything. Yes. Oh, I can only imagine. Have you seen that? I've seen that. It's Oh, my wonderful. goodness. It's a great movie. I love it. My son is a director, studying to be a director at Biola. And I said, son, in five years, those movies will be quality and you'll be part of it. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So, Comedian Nazareth. Do I just reference you as Comedian yes, Nazareth? that would work. Okay. Uh, you wanted to be on the show today because you have a special announcement and you want to invite people to a special event. So why don't we just go there and get that done? Well, let's start it. Last year, the Lord put on my heart that he is going to change California and he's going to use many believers to do it. 
And our part was because we have laughter for all, which is doing stadium and sports arenas events for free. So we allow people who cannot afford to to go pay twenty, thirty dollars to to listen to even a Christian artist or someone. They can come for free and enjoy free comedy. But God said, not only I want you to give the gospel message, Naz, it's important, but I want you to empower my children to go out and share Jesus with seven people in the next 12 months because we we chose the number seven in 12 months, which is easy number. But you know what? You know, a lot of times we feel like, why are Christians so scared? If you have a knife and I don't, and I'm coming at you, are you scared of me? No, you have the weapon. Well, mm-hmm. we have the word of God, the Hebrew 412, and it's living and it's powerful. And why are we scared to share our faith? Oh, it's not politically correct. They might be offended. Well, until they crucify you, then you know what? You're okay. Right. So let me ask you, you know, people are probably wondering right now, okay, you are asking me to share Christ. So how do you open that door? How do you open that door? I have my way of what I do. But what do you do? What do I do when I open, you know, the way I open the door, I start talking about three things. Number one, what my life was like before Jesus, Mm -hmm. what happened to me, and what is my life now? And most most of the time, people are attracted to what is my life right now. I've been married 22 years. I'm in love with my wife. Yay. I have three kids, and praise God, God is watching over and over them. And I'm not, I'm not bragging, but they're doing wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love Jesus. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sick of the stuff. Hey, why don't you drink? Why don't you do this? What? Well, I'm not saying I'm judging anybody, but what I'm saying is like. If my life is attractive enough to make people look to Jesus, then I'm going to say something about it. I'm going to share the good. If you say a good, we're talking about movies. You saw a great movie. What do you do for it? I want to share it. I want other people to enjoy. Exactly. Yes. You know, the gospel is my greatest movie ever, and I want to share it with people through comedy. That's my that's my vehicle. It's comedy. People think I'm going to preach to them. I'm not going to preach to you. I'm ordained pastor, but I'm not a preacher. I am going to share Jesus with you through comedy. So you really believe Jesus can change California? Of course. Of course. He changed Rome. He can change California. Nothing. He changed Paul. He can change people in in Hollywood, in San Francisco, in L.A. He he can do that. So you've already talked about ministry, laughter for all, what it is. It's, It's to bring people to Christ. Yes, through comedy. They come to the event because some people don't want to go to church, will come to a comedy night at a stadium or a sports arena or a large church, and then they hear the comedy, and then they turn their life to Christ. And I always bring musicians with me and, and, and other comedians, so it's a full night of entertainment. So you're going to have Christian artists there, and you, it's at, where is it? Oh, November 17th is going to be at the Felix Event Center at APU, Azusa Pacific University. We start at 6 o'clock, we finish at 9, and the tickets are free, and invite all your friends. You can go to eventbrite or laughterforall.org and, and get, you know, just register to make sure, because we can only see 3,800 people. That's all we can see. So we don't want you to go home. So please go and register. Go to laughterforall.org, uh, register for your free ticket. And we're going to have uh, the Christine Anthony Music Band. They're amazing. They, they're like Filipino, Latinos, and other singers. They do great music and worship. Then there's a young singer named Aubrey. She is up and coming, going to be amazing. And also comedian Sizzle C will be sharing the stage. Trust me, you're going to come. You're going to get at least an hour and a half of full entertainment and then we're going to share the good news of jesus christ so your friends can have an opportunity to turn their life to christ and then after that we're going to empower believers to go out and share jesus with seven people in 12 months 
And we're going to give you little tools that will help you. A bracelet that says uh, random prayer of kindness. And then also a, a, a business card that have a website that will help people who don't know Jesus find answers to the question they normally ask you and you cannot answer like evolution and what God thinks about death and afterlife and all. that's all this so we'll help you so please invite your unsaved friends and if you're a pastor or a Christian that want to volunteer or want to be on the normally I say on the field but this time it's going to be on the stage so we want you to come you know when people come forward they come to the stage and we want you to be there to pray with them and share with them so you're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5, and we just thank you for being part of the show today. And I really am reaching out to you and asking you to connect with me by going to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Connect with me. If you're not remembering anything, remember that, and I will have this posted so that you'll be able to find it and you'll be able to show up and you'll be able to bring friends with you. It sounds like a really fun night out. It is, and we, you know, we've we do seven every year. Those larger, we done six. No, I'm doing one this next Sunday, number six, and then seven that's going to be at the, the Azusa Pacific. But we have almost fifty five hundred people already committed to share Jesus with seven people this year. Can you imagine? We got like almost. We're going to have like forty nine thousand people hear the gospel just because of these events every year. So when you say share, we're hoping that they get the full benefit of uh, creating a personal relationship with their heavenly father but sometimes planting a seed i don't like people i i I get sad when people say oh gosh i tried but you know we didn't see um the results right then and there it's amazing sometimes how we can plant a seed and we might never know if that seed was the beginning of them becoming a believer and having that personal relationship so it's 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 reaching out to seven people and sharing the love of Christ. Yes. Throw your seed. It's not your job to fertilize. It's not your job to water it. God will send someone else and he will get the increase and he will get the glory. Your job is to be open and faithful. You know, it says delight in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Delight in the in the Greek means be like a, a muddy party, uh, the soft in the hands of God and allow him to mold you. Say, Lord, show me who my seven. We also have at Laughter for All, we started a ministry, a prayer ministry with ladies and men that are prayer warriors mm-hmm. and they and they take your seven that you say oh I have seven people I pray for fill up the form or you, you put your name and said I want to reach seven and they pray for you and we have people reach 32 people we have people uh, do I have time for a quick story sure I want you to tell a story is it going to be funny uh, no it's Am not I but cry? I'll be Maybe. Okay. It's I'm, up to I'm you. I'm bracing I, myself. Okay, go I ahead. plant the seed. You cry. It's okay. up to you. Okay. That's the Holy Spirit job. <laughs> but what happened? One of the people that came to one of our uh, concerts, he filled up the form. And he said, I don't know who my seven are, but I'm going to pray. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill my name. So we had ladies pray for him. And one day he was dropping uh, someone at church, and he was driving, and he got a flat tire. So he was oh. waiting for AAA. So, so he said, I, I said, I said, okay. So he went inside the church, and this kid, uh, this young pastor from an Awana. He said, hey, can you help me? He goes, what? He goes, there's seven kids here. Can you just talk to them and pray with them? And he said, I got to share with them, and they all seven accepted Jesus on the oh spot. Oh, my gosh. So that's How a prayer. How wonderful is that? That's a prayer of people. So people go, oh, well, I'm not good at that. There's people praying for you. It's not your job to worry about that. Let's be faithful and be available. Uh, the amazing thing about that is uh, talking about journalizing and your prayer requests and seeing them 
get answered. And so when you put your names of people that you love or that you're concerned about and you want to see them have a relationship, when you have them written down, it's obvious, and you can put a date on when you wrote them down. And then later, after things happen and, and everything blooms, you can say, look, I want to show you when I wrote your name to That's pray for you. It, it just gives me chills. It gives Amazing. me goosebumps. So I want to hear more about you. So um, what would you like to share about about yourself? Because you said that you like to talk about how when you weren't okay, a believer well, I used, and then what happened. That's a great question. I used to be a comedian in Hollywood before I became a Christian. Uh-huh. I worked with Chris Rock and Adam Sandler and Kevin James. And NBC was running a sitcom for me called Fish Out of Water, Middle Eastern Man in America. At that time, I was doing cocaine. I was drinking. I was partying. I was having Hollywood fun time. And then one day, uh, a Japanese comedian invited me to church. And before he invites me, I had this emptiness in my heart going, is this it? Is fame and money is coming and, and I'm not happy? So he takes me to a small Southern Baptist church in Tustin, California. And I look at the building. It was just like, there's nothing. I said, you guys need a gay Catholic interior designer to help you with your building because that does not look like a church. And you know what? Jesus spoke to me that he grabbed the hold of my life that day. I went forward crying and and called my manager the next day after 256 F words. I, he was convinced that I'm quitting comedy, and I quit. A week later, through an old deacon and the pastor, God said, no, I want you to do it for me, and I want you to bring people to know me through your comedy. And I can. I was sitting with my team. that We figured over 50,000 first-time commitments to Christ through our comedy concert. So praise God for that. He gets the glory. When, when I uh, see people on stage and I see how people um, talk and connect with people that are in the audience, laughter is such an element of, you know, a, a security. It, it causes people to be more relaxed to receive what is being spoken. And so for me, when you have laughter, it kind of releases and washes all the cares away so that they can receive what you're, you're ministering, what you're saying. And so I just think they go together. Yes. People you know. say, how do you get away with certain things you say to people? Like if we say it, they get offended. I go, when I open up to them and make them laugh, they feel that they know me. The shortest, uh, someone said the shortest two distance between two people is a laugh. Uh, and when you laugh, we release, we relax. We know that, hey, you're not there to hurt me. Right. You're, you accept me, I accept you. And then you want to listen to me. And even if you disagree with me, at least you listen to me. And when you listen to me, God's word does not come back void. My words would. You're listening to the Sue Free Show, and I have a special guest, Comedian Nazareth. Now, some of you might know who he is, but some of you might not. And he has, I, I can't even begin to tell you how many jokes I've heard from him. I was like, it's, it's hard to even, I don't even know how you remember all those jokes. I mean, that's just not my thing. I hear a really good joke, and it's clean. And <laughs> I like to remember the clean ones because it gives me an opportunity and I'm like, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember it. And then I get a chance to do it. I blow it. I totally <laughs> blow it. You know, I, I, oh, I just totally blow it. So how do you do that? Well, how do you remember? Well, we, I thought of it. I wrote it. I kind of edited it. I looked at it a hundred times. We only laugh at jokes the first time we think about them. And then after that becomes the process. It's the job 
to make the joke perfectly right and then Delivering. say it. So it's hard yeah. to forget it. But we keep our act changed like throughout the years. It keeps like every two years my act changed about sixty to seventy percent. I still do some like my joke where I say my name is Nazareth. I was born in the city of Nazareth in Israel. It's a family tradition to name you after the city you're born in. I feel sorry for my brother Waikiki, my other brother Albuquerque and my sister Buffalo. Now people keep wanting me to repeat that joke. <laughs> <laughs> My opening joke is I'm from the Middle East, but ever since September 11th, I feel so Mexican. They they need I have to open with that so people want to know right. They listen. Where is he from? What is he, is he Jewish? Is he Iranian? Is mm-hmm. he this? So when I share I'm from the Middle East and all that, and they laugh because it takes right. the tension away. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have a book? Yes, that's yes. my third book, and I wrote this book. It's called Hope in 24 Hours. Uh, God can't change your situation in 24 hours or less. And you probably remember my story where I was single when I accepted Christ and I prayed for a wife and I didn't date and I waited on the Lord and I kept asking him. And three years later, I'm in the worst place you could be in the Gaza Strip where the Hamas is. And the first night I'm there, I see this wonderful woman. I said, would you like to marry me? She goes, I've been praying for a born-again believer to come to this side of the world. Let me pray and fast for three days. I'll get back to you. Three days later, she came back. She goes, I'm starving. Let's do it. (laughs) So one day, Sue, I was single. 24 hours later, I'm planning a wedding. Uh, Move forward. We had two kids. John was 10. uh, Carol was 7. And Maha, my wife, gets pregnant. We have baby Tally. Tally is Hebrew for oops. We didn't plan on another (laughs) shot. Well, a month later, we're taking her to the pediatrician, and she's, like, smiling and looking. Oh, she has blue eyes, beautiful. And then her face changed, and we go, what's wrong? And she goes, her heart doesn't sound right. And she goes, do you have any family issues? You go, yeah, we have relatives. She goes, take her to shock hospital tomorrow real quick. I'll make the appointment. So it's like... Oh, no. And all that night, we sat me and my, we went from why us or why, you know, we were happy with you. Why you give us this to why not? People go through that. A lot of people have these, you know, and it's a blessing from the Lord. And then we got to the doctor and all the pediatrician, he looks at her, he does certain tests and he goes, go home. There's nothing wrong with her. Oh. And it was like... Whew. In 24 hours, God changed the situation for the better. I mean, not my son got hit by a car. That didn't heal very quick. Uh, but stuff, God can. I want to encourage your listeners. God can change your situation in 24 hours or less if it's his will. So when you get up at 3, 4 in the morning worrying about your rent and about your mortgage or about your health or about this, just add one more scenario. God can, if it's his will, change your situation in 24 hours or less. Uh, 2007 and 8, nobody was hiring comedians. My, my, I was talking to the devil himself, Bank of America. Uh, I hope he's not a spo- they're not a sponsor. <laughs> but uh, my debt went up to seventy thousand. and was paying ninety percent of mortgage, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't take ninety uh, percent. They wanted a hundred, so they kept the fees. It got so much. I lost sleep. One morning, I get up. I get a call from a friend. They go, "How you doing, Nazareth?" I go, "I'm doing great." They go, "That's not what Jesus told me." I go, what did Jesus tell you? They go, never mind. You don't want to share. It's okay. But there's a FedEx coming in the mail. It's from Jesus, so don't call me back. I thought it was 1500 It was $100,000 check what? from someone I've known for a long time. And I'm, then I'm like, what? I paid my house up to date. I still live in it. I paid my Honda Pilot. I paid my credit card. I was debt-free in 24 hours. 
And that's what the book of what? So many stories about my life and other people's life where God can come through if it's his will. Remember, he's not a name it and claim it. He is not a God who you tell him what to do. <laughs> but in his timing, he can do miracles in 24 hours or less. And that's what the book is about. And it's on Amazon. Well, I thank you for giving me a gift. You gave me the book, and You're I'm welcome. really appreciative of that. So thank you I will for what you do, Sue. You've been a blessing to me, to my oh. ministry, and you're also sponsoring our event, too. So that's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate it. So uh, we want to make sure that people know that they can go to this event, and they will laugh. They will be entertained. But they'll all also get equipped to some degree on how to share and plant that seed of Christ's love. And, you know, if there's somebody in your life that you really obviously care about or you wouldn't be thinking about it right now, that you care about and you just want to see them understand what you already know. Or maybe it's you. Maybe you have questions. Maybe, maybe it's you that needs to go. Maybe it's you that needs to hear the message. And, you know... We all could use a little laughter, couldn't we? And having some Christian music to just soothe our souls and uh, help us through is a good thing. But let's invite other people and let's share God's message with other people. And this is such a wonderful way. Doors no, open doors at open five. at 5 p.m. And is it open seating? Open seating, but Ooh, I, w- I, w- open seating. I would love them to go on our website and say, I'm coming, just so we know how, how many how many we're getting. And you know what? If some lady goes, hey, there's a shelter next door, and all those people don't, can't afford to go to a show, yeah. call them, say, hey, here's some postcards. Tell us, we'll send you some. and uh, Or take them to the website and have them bring their whole bus, their whole mm. van, or if a, a woman's ministry or something. Just people can come and laugh. They need to laugh. That's the main thing. Yes. They need to laugh. Yes. And hear Jesus. Absolutely. Well, I think this is wonderful. So this doesn't, you know, I mean, even though you're saying it's free, it's not free for the people that are putting it on. No, and you have... Not. You have sponsors. I have sponsors, but I put helping. a lot of my own money I into bet. it. I, it these I things bet. cost twenty, thirty grand. This See one, the that? other ones cost fifty. But you know what? We don't care because God, at the end of the day, He takes. He's not a debtor to us or anyone. We have sponsors that are so generous, and we have sponsors that give because they want to the message of Jesus Christ to go to people through comedy because now laughter is the language of today and they know in the past there were different tools to to give it to people in our generation right now it is laughter so why not give Jesus message of salvation through laughter sounds wonderful to me it does sound wonderful to me because even when we're going through trying times You know, we have to be thankful in all things. He tells us to be thankful in all things, even when we're going through struggles. Be thankful in all things. And to find the joy of the Lord and to to have that laughter can be a freeing of your emotions, a freeing of your spirit to where you can just receive. And so this is a wonderful opportunity to have some time with people that you care about and invite them. There's no harm. You don't know if you don't ask. Okay, that's something I taught my kids a long time ago. You don't know if you don't ask. But, man, we can get so pleasantly surprised when we just ask. And you might change that. They might go there. And I've had people. I had someone to tell me, he said, he invited a Catholic guy 
to a church. I was doing the Sunday morning services. And he goes, oh, you bring a comedian to church? And my friend goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel bad. I brought this guy. When there's a comedian, that doesn't work. And he said, Naz, at the end of your message, the guy was crying and went forward and accepted Christ. Because not because of me as a comedian, because the Holy Spirit can use anybody. He can use fools. He can use a donkey. He can use me. <laughs> so he's able to do that. Yeah, so we have just a few minutes. So what do you want to say to the people listening to you right now? What I want to tell say? people quickly two things. If you want more laughter, go to my website, Nazareth, NazarethUSA.com, just like it's written in the Bible, N-A-Z-A-R-E-T-H-U-S-A.com. Get some laughter, some videos. You want to come to this event, laughterforall.org, laughter, F-O-R, all.org if you can make it to the event join the movement on the laughterforall.org put the name of the seven people you want us to pray for we have a team of ladies some of them are on wheelchairs over eight years of age but they can pray and they they can enter the presence of god with power amen thank you sue for having me on this show thank I you pray. for wanting to come in and be with me again i just i love our time together it's always short and thank you for what you do on radio oh, on you. facebook and in your business your business is successful so if you have termites that's a lady you could <laughs> or go pests, to or rodents or, or pests, bad or rodents. Yeah. yes yes we take care of all of it thank yes you so, so much. thank you so much i really appreciate you coming in You're and uh, I, I loved you sharing your testimony, a little bit of it. Yes. So thank you so much. God bless you. God, thank you so much. Be a blessing to someone each and every day and go to this event. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised and it'll be fun. So God bless you. Bye-bye. It's a time of the year when... Bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.